0: Yeah, 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 we know medical care requires informed consent, but laws require informed consent, politics, entrepreneurship, how you engage in your diet, health, exercise, even relationships. These all require a place of being informed. And I am so sick of being called a conspiracy theorist for using my brain and being informed. So that's how this podcast came to life. This is informed consent. I'm your host, Brooke Bocce. Let's start talking. Before you guys come jumping at me and get super triggered from this conversation, I want to make sure it's very clear that there is no judgment in anything that you choose to do with your life. As I always share, you need to make the educated decision for yourself. I'm a believer in the 80 20 rule. We cannot be perfect, but I feel the conversation around Botox needs to be had. We as a society, are becoming so dependent and Botox is becoming so normalized. And we cannot simply just inject one of the most lethal neurotoxins to the human body for cosmetic purposes and expect there to be zero consequences. Just like with everything, we need to ask questions. Anything that has side effects, anything that has consequences, it's important to research. It's important to be informed on those things. It's important to ask questions before making the decision. We have to be able to discuss subjects like this without people screaming at each other and getting all offended and getting all upset because it's something that maybe you choose to do. And again, if you choose to do it, wonderful. But just because you choose to do it doesn't mean we can't have this conversation. So we're gonna have the conversation today about Botox. We're going to have the conversation about one of the most studied neurotoxic substances known to man. We are gonna talk about the dangers. We're gonna talk about the side effects. We're gonna talk about all the different ingredients. We're gonna talk about all the different things that you can expect through Botox. And we're going to talk about if it really, truly is worth it. I am not here to tell you what to do. I am not here to tell you if you should or should not get Botox. I am not here to tell you you should stop getting Botox. This show is called Informed Consent. I truly believe in my heart and soul that anything, everything needs to be given educated thought. Everything needs to be given true consideration, especially when it comes to injecting things into the human body. And if you are injecting a toxic substance, which Botox is, you can't expect there not to be consequences. And I hope you do understand that there is consequences to it. I truly, truly in my heart and soul hope that if you feel that Botox is your journey and you understand it, honestly, good, good for you. You made that decision. You you understand what could happen. That's all we can ask for. But if you aren't educated on Botox, let's get into it. Botox, also known as botulinum toxin, is one of the most poisonous biological substances ever known. It is a neurotoxin produced by the bacterium Clostridium botulinum that can cause life-threatening food poisoning. The toxin was isolated and purified by Carl Lamana and Edward Sanchez in the U.S. Army facility at Fort Dietrich. It was one of the first agents to be considered for use as a biological weapon. So it was used as a bioweapon. As a military or terrorist weapon, Botulinum toxin could be disseminated via aerosol or by contamination of water or food supplies causing widespread casualties. One gram of the crystalline preparation of the botulinum toxin evenly dispersed and inhaled can kill more than 1 million people. In 2002, the FDA authorized the use of the toxin to treat facial wrinkles. Now, before we get into it, I am well aware that these studies of the bioweapons and the studies of the toxicity is due to large amounts. But I think it's so important that we discuss two things. Number one, most people who get Botox get it multiple times over and over again for years and years and years. It's not just a one-time thing, so you're constantly building exposure. And number two, it is being injected into the body. And if you've listened to any of our vaccine episodes, Injection versus ingestion are two completely different things. Our body cannot detox or cannot filter out via injection. Your digestive system has an incredible system to detox any harmful substances. When you inject, you bypass those detox filters. Therefore, 100% of that that you are injecting is going into your bloodstream and it's going into your body and it is not getting filtered out. The result of botulinum toxins is a result of their potent ability to inhibit neurotransmitter release. There are multiple stereotypes of botulinum toxins, A through G, varying with the molecular size, biosynthesis, and cell mechanisms. Type A, botan A, is the most potent, and this is the most commonly used version. Botox is essentially an injectable neurotoxin that causes paralysis of facial muscles, According to the Indian Journal of Dermatology, Botox is known as the miracle poison. Botulinum toxin, one of the most poisonous biological substances known, is a neurotoxin produced by the bacterium Clostridium botulinum. The bacterium Clostridium botulinum is what can cause botulism in the body. This is what becomes life-threatening and is called botulism. What causes a slow paralysis of the body via attacking nerves and muscles and sometimes even death? Botox is used most commonly cosmetically to reduce the signs of aging, to prevent wrinkles, to make your skin look youthful and beautiful, but it also can be used medically for things like migraines. Something that used to just be about five, 10 years ago, just the occasional individuals in Hollywood with lots of money were very commonly known to use Botox. And now it's almost like every single person we talk to gets Botox, even at young age, because they're promoting Botox at such a young age to be preventative versus reactive, right? We're preventing the aging versus reacting to the aging. I want to get into the insert and the ingredients, but I just want to quickly talk first about what exactly happens with Botox. So specifically with repeated use, because obviously most people who are getting Botox are getting Botox and they are continuing usage for maintenance. The idea behind Botox is it works by freezing the facial muscles and stopping all forms of movement. But if you know anything about muscles and you know anything about movement, you should know and understand that movement is essential for creating strong and healthy tissues. Just like going to the gym, right? They tell you, you need to make sure you're lifting weights and strength training to keep your muscles strong and to keep your tissues healthy. So what happens when we continuously freeze the muscles and the facial movements in our skin. What happens over time and with regular treatments is the treated areas will weaken and muscles can atrophy, which basically means they waste away. If the nerves of the muscle never fire, it never contracts. Again, just as growing strong in the gym, this is important for the muscle health in terms of actual muscle mass And what happens is over time, Botox can actually become less effective, which is why we are told that we should start at a young age to prevent wrinkles instead of eliminate them. But over time, you are starting to atrophy your muscles and that in return is only going to do more harm and also create more of an addiction. On top of what it's doing, we're finding many people who are getting Botox are becoming addicted because they are addicted to their face looking a certain way. And as soon as that Botox wears off, which it does wear off and it wears off sooner, the more you use it because your body becomes more resistant to it. But what's also really happening is the significant reduction in contractile muscle tissue. And as a result, a reduction in the strength and structure of the muscle. If you've ever known someone, for example, with a spinal injury, one where nerve conduction to the legs is cut off, you might be familiar with the fact that muscle mass in their legs continuously decrease without use. This is what happens to the facial muscle when you get Botox injections. Botox interferes with neural transmission by blocking the release of acetylcholine, the principal neurotransmitter at the neuromuscular junction, causing muscle paralysis. The weakness induced by the toxin lasts about three months. The global botulinum toxin market is produced to grow from 3.5 41 billion in 2021 to 5.68 billion by 2028. That's almost double in the next seven years. Before we talk about the dangers and the side effects of this, as we've already kind of talked about more of the natural things that happen with the muscle weakness and the atrophy, I want to make something very known. If you don't know it already, Botox has a black box warning. We've talked about this in vaccine episodes, what a black box warning is. But what happened is in 2009, the FDA said that such drug must carry warning labels explaining that the material has a potential to spread from the injection site to distant parts of the body with the risk of serious difficulties like problems with swallowing and breathing. Requiring a drug to carry a black box warning is one of the strongest safety actions the FDA can take. Black box warning basically means it has some of the most severe side effects known, including death. On the Botox insert, it very, very clearly states exactly how the Botox works. So it states right here, Botox cosmetic blocks neuromuscular transmission by binding to acceptor sites on motor nerve terminals, entering the nerve terminals and inhibiting the release of acetylcholine. We talked about that. This inhibition occurs at the neurotoxin cleaves SNAP25, a protein integral to the successful docking and release of acetylcholine from vesicles situated with nerve endings. When injected intramuscularly at therapeutic doses, Botox Cosmetic produces partial chemical denervation of the muscle resulting in a localized reduction in muscle activity. What does denervation mean? This means to deprive an organ or a body part of nerve supply as by surgically removing or cutting the nerve or by blocking a nerve connection with drugs. Botox cosmetic is essentially produced from a fermentation of hail strain Glostridium Botulinum type A, grown in a medium containing casein, hydrolysate, glucose, and yeast extract intended for intermuscular use. It's purified from the culture solution by dialysis and series of acid precipitations to a complex consisting of the neurotoxin and several accessory proteins. The complex is dissolved in sterile sodium chloride solution containing albinium human and is sterile filtered prior to filling and vacuum drying. Read right from the insert there, but I really want to highlight something that I feel is very important. Botox is a blood product. Botox, as just stated, contains human albumin, which is a protein found in blood plasma. This means that donated blood, that donated blood was spun down and separated and the albinum was added to the concoction that is Botox cosmetic and that is injected to your face. Why is this important? For some people, for either personal or religious reasons, they do not want people's blood in their bodies. Maybe if they were dying and needing a blood transfusion, yes, but they might think twice about it when it's just about wrinkles. A lot of people don't fully even understand that that is what is in Botox. Some of the precautions listed on the Botox insert is that the safe and effective use of Botox cosmetic depends upon proper storage of the product, selection of the correct dose, and proper administration techniques. That physicians administering Botox Cosmetic must understand the relevant neuromuscular and/or orbital anatomy of the area involved, as well as any alternations to the anatomy due to prior surgical procedures and avoid injecting into vulnerable atomic areas. This is very important to talk about because a lot of people are administering Botox who do not have the education and the knowledge of the body. You are injecting neuromuscularly into the face. Very, very important to make sure if you are getting this, you are ensuring that the person administering this knows what they are doing and has studied this extensively. Important to also note that administration of Botox is not recommended during pregnancy. There is no adequate and well-controlled studies of Botox cosmetic in pregnant women. It is also not known whether this drug is excreted in human milk. Therefore, Botox should be given caution when used during breastfeeding. The last one I really want to note is there have been no long-term studies done to evaluate the carcinogenic potential of Botox Cosmetic. That means there has been no studies done on if this product causes cancer. There has also been no long-term studies done to test the effect on fertility. So there's no studies that have been done to show how this affects fertility. So what are some of these side effects that are listed on the insert? Botox cosmetic can cause life-threatening swallowing and breathing difficulties. Death, pain in extremity, increased cough, injection site pain and hemorrhaging, flu syndrome dry eyes and mouth, new onset or recurrent seizures, abdominal pain, decreased hearing, diarrhea, ear noise, arrhythmia, fever, glaucoma, focal facial paralysis, vomiting, localized numbness, swelling of your eyelids, itching, rash, red itchy welts, wheezing, asthma symptoms, dizziness or feeling faint, anaphylaxis, soft tissue, edema, loss of appetite, myalgia, Sweating, vertigo, baldness, back pain, headache, neck pain, urinary retention, swallowing problems that may last for several months. People who cannot swallow may need a feeding tube to receive food and water. Spread of the toxin affects loss of strength and muscle weakness all over the body. Double vision, blurred vision, drooping eyelids, urinary incontinence, hoarseness, change or loss of voice, trouble saying words clearly, loss of bladder control, trouble breathing, trouble swallowing, reduced blinking with corneal exposure, persistent corneal ulceration, tiredness, arrhythmia, and loss of eyelashes. Wow, these are all studied side effects of Botox. Now, I am not here to tell you what to do. I am not here to judge you Trust me, I pick my poison. I have tattoos. I get fake eyelashes done. I am not here to tell you if you choose to get Botox, it's the wrong thing to do. But I feel that so many people are getting Botox and they don't know the risks that they are putting themselves in. I also feel, I think with this conversation, I need to bring up the point of who we are and what we are meant to look like. We have been so obsessed as a society. We have been so obsessed at such young age of not aging to the point where we are like glamorizing and glorifying older women looking younger. And while I don't want to age either, you can't stop the biological process. And anytime you try to do that, especially synthetically, you can cause problems. What what happened to loving ourselves for who we are? What happened to embracing who we were? What happened to the natural process? And it really breaks my heart because I truly feel the age of social media and filters and seeing what everyone looks like and, and, and at their top. And, and it makes it hard to go. Well, crap, I don't look like everyone else because everyone else is seeming to do it. But if you are listening to this and you are feeling like that, I am here to tell you that you do not have to look like everyone else because God created you to look the way you are for a reason. And while yes, Botox in the moment might seem like a wonderful option to look younger, It's something that you have to realize you're putting yourself at risk for, many, many side effects, and you are causing atrophy to your face that long-term will cause problems and might, quite frankly, make your aging process even worse, especially if you get to the point where you stop getting it done. And I feel with the conversation of Botox, we have to talk about healthier, clean alternatives. One of the best things that you can do for yourself that's cheap and that's easy is to make sure you stay hydrated. Hydration, especially making sure that you are consuming your minerals like salt, potassium, magnesium is one of the best ways for clear skin and to help your cells and to help them not die off and to help them slow the aging process. Another thing that you can do that's very easy and very cheap is have a high protein diet. High-protein diets are so wonderful for your health, and it actually helps to slow the aging process. Vitamin C and E-rich foods, as well as sulfur-rich foods, are incredible food sources to eat to slow your aging process, and that could be seen as Botox alternatives. Skin exfoliation and hydration is key as well. Good skincare routines. Making sure your skincare products are clean. This is probably the most important. Yes, you can wash your face and take care of your face all you want. But if it's toxic products that are synthetic, that will damage your cells. That will affect your mitochondria, the powerhouse of these cells. That will affect your aging process. So if you are making sure you have a good clean skincare route, which you should, again, make sure it is clean. I talk about this one all of the time, but this is truly one of the best things that you can do for your skin and for your anti-aging process. And that's a good collagen source. Now, collagen, just like everything is becoming so popular. So every single company is coming out with their own version. It's very, very, very important to make sure that you have a good quality collagen. Collagen is another naturally occurring part of the human body, but our collagen actually starts to decrease during our twenties. This is why our thirties and beyond our skin will start declining in that plumpness that we have as well as starting to get wrinkles and lose that glow. Supplementing with collagen has become very popular because the proper collagen is known as Botox in a bottle. It will slow the aging process. Again, The thing with collagen is much on the market is not bioavailable, meaning it's not actually absorbed by the human body. Therefore, the benefits are not seen or felt. You're really just paying for expensive pee. I've done a lot of research on collagen since I started taking a collagen, and I have found only one collagen on the market that is bioavailable to the human body and bioidentical, meaning our body recognizes it. It's a formulation of collagen, conjointin sulfate, and hyaluronic acid. And this is how the collagen is in our body. And this matrix of collagen, conjointin sulfate, and hyaluronic acid is the only known collagen that is so identical to the human body. And because of it, it's patented, which I love The collagen is actually extracted from the cartilage of chicken. So it's like super, super, super concentrated bone broth. It's very quick and it's very easy to take. It's actually proven by 27 different clinical trials. It is considered a nutraceutical because of the clinical trials. And it has insane results with reducing fine lines, wrinkles, Hair health and more. I absolutely love this collagen. I've talked about it before. If you are looking for a holistic alternative, to Botox, save the money on Botox and invest in a good quality collagen. And this collagen, in my opinion, is the best. You can get it from modere.com. And my favorite is the life or the skin. If you are really looking for that Botox in a bottle, it's the skin because of the ceramides in there. That's what I definitely recommend. All natural ingredients, the only collagen that our body fully absorbs and is bioidentical to our body. So the results that I see with my friends and myself and all the people that I know that use this is truly mind-blowing. But again, you can go to modair.com and you can use code 484. 2132 at checkout, and that will save you $10 off your first order. I'll also link my favorite collagen, the skin collagen, for the Botox in a bottle in the show notes to make it super easy for you guys to check out. Another thing outside of collagen that I love is red light therapy for wrinkles. That's a really great alternative to a more synthetic version, it is a very great holistic alternative as well. You do not have to get Botox. You do not have to be like everyone else. You do not have to be ashamed of the natural aging process of your body. But you can take steps that are outside of Botox. Again, collagen, drinking lots of water, eating Vitamin C, vitamin E, sulfur-rich foods, making sure you're getting your minerals. There's so many incredible things that you can do. A great skincare routine. You don't have to do Botox. And if you are listening to this and you've done Botox, you don't have to keep doing it. Yes, you might have some atrophy in your skin, but that's nothing a good product can't help, such as collagen. And I feel I need to say it one more time. I am not judging you if you have Botox. We are all adults here. We are all here to make our own choices. But the name of this show is informed consent because I believe everyone's choices should come from a place of being informed. So if you got value from this episode, or if you feel like you know someone who needs to listen to this, please share it. And please give me a rating and review. If you are someone who listens to this podcast week after week, and you haven't done so already, truly, truly from my heart and soul, reviews mean everything to me. They truly absolutely make my day and they help more people see this podcast. So if especially you are on Apple, Scroll to the bottom. There's a spot where you can give it a star and give it a rating and review. If you haven't done that yet, if you would be willing to do that, that would be so incredibly awesome. I truly appreciate that you tune in week after week. And if there's ever anything you want me to cover or want me to talk about, I'm always open to suggestions. So feel free to direct message me on my Instagram at Brooke Bocci, and I will be happy to have a conversation with you and take any feedback on what you guys want to hear about. So thanks again for tuning in and I will see you guys next week with another episode of Informed Consent.